Hello, you little seaweeds, and welcome to episode 108 of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today I'm joined in Fort Lewis Studios by Carrie. I am just a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. <laughs> it's all plastic. It's fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, you can brush my hair. I'm not going to sing the other part of it. No. Uh, oh my God, I remember that song. Yeah. Jeez. Mm, what a great time to be alive. That was everywhere. In the 90s. Uh, that song was everywhere. That in that... Come on, Barbie, uh, let's go party. <laughs> <laughs> was that song in that... Blue. Uh, blue. Yeah, that, those two songs were, were right there together. Have you ever looked up the words to that? That blue song? Yeah. I don't think so. Because I have... And it's dark, I do believe. Is it really? I'm going to look them up real quick. Okay, just yeah. Just to confirm do that. that. Yeah. Because um, I think it says something about like, I think, I think before I look them up. Um, let's see. Well, I got to say. I'm I, blue. If I were green, I would die. Oh, God. Okay. Or, or something like that. All right. I don't know, because everybody thought it was like, I'm in need of a guy, I'm in need of a guy. It, it, yeah. I don't know. I just, I remember when the song came out. Yeah. yeah. I had to like look up the name of the band too. Oh, Aqua. Yeah. No, no. A- Aqua was the Barbie people, right? It was Eiffel 65. That's right. Aqua was the Barbie people. Yeah. Okay. Uh, God, what a terrible song this was. Um, I'm blue... Okay, that these are different. I swear that I read somewhere that I'm blue, da ba dee, da ba die. If I were green, I would die. Are you sure it wasn't like a something misheard lyrics that was presenting itself as the real lyrics? Uh, Possibly. I have no idea. Anyway, yeah, that, that's that song and that Barbie song were everywhere. Yeah, and they were awful. These still are kind of sad lyrics, though. Yo, listen up, here's a story about a little guy that lives in a blue world and all day and all night and everything he sees is just blue, like him inside and out. Blue his house with a blue little window and a blue Corvette and everything is blue for him and himself and everybody around because he ain't got nobody to listen to. Yeah, those weirdo European techno bands. Yes, for sure. Yeah, but But I brought that, I brought, you know, I made that reference uh, in in my intro because that Barbie movie is everywhere. And it's, I guess it comes out Friday, Friday. July 21st, right? Yeah. I'm going to watch it. Are you? Yeah, me and and a group of friends are going uh, next week sometime, I think, to watch it. Never been a fan of Barbie. Really? No. I mean, I had them growing up. But I was never like super into Barbies. Well, there's people that are super into Barbies, right? Um, I was pretty into them, believe it or not. Me and my cousin, and then my mama every Christmas because it was like I had a couple other cousins too, and my brother, but they're all boys. So there's just mm-hmm. me and my mm-hmm. cousin Lindsay, and every year she bought us a special edition Christmas Barbies ah. that were not to be played with. Right. Those yeah. are display only. Keep those in the box. And we never even took them out of the box and we both like displayed them in our rooms and they're worth money now. Mm-hmm. And I guess just like any other market it like ebbs and flows. Oh sure. So I haven't I haven't personally looked it up lately but all the Barbies are in um, a storage building that my mom has. Oh wow. And she said that she looked them up a year or so ago mm-hmm. and we could sell all of them for over a thousand dollars. Oh wow. Okay. And I have five or six or maybe more of them. But um, yeah, my cousin sold them too like several years ago and she got a pretty good chunk of change out of them. All right. So. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's. I bet now the, the movie oh, yeah, back that for they're sure. like way up. Yeah. So I need to look into that. Yeah. There's, there's definitely still, a, there's a collector's market form still. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, the bottom hasn't necessarily fallen out of that like it did with Beanie Babies. But um, yeah, I don't know what happened to mine. This may be in my, my, my mom's basement possibly, or she might've given them to like a cousin or something, which I didn't care. I do actually have the X-Files Barbies that they came out in conjunction with the movie in 1998 upstairs. Of course. <laughs> and of course, they're still in the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you can't take collectors out, items like that out of the box. Yeah, now. so I do own Barbies, but they're X-File themed. It's Mulder <laughs> and, it's it's Barbie as Mulder and Scully, right? <laughs> yeah. But. This feels like a 40-year-old virgin when she uh, takes all of his uh, toys and, oh, yeah, yeah. and tries to sell them and stuff yeah. to make him grow up and then... She's like, you don't even play with them. They're still in the box. He's like, they have to be in the box to keep the integrity of the <laughs> Is this a figure? Is this an action figure of the $6 million man? 
<laughs> yeah. You've probably not seen the Seinfeld episode where Jerry's dating this girl who has all these vintage toys and he wants and she's displaying them. Like they're out of the box and she's displaying them and he wants to play with them, but she's like, No, you can't. They've never been played with. Yes, I have seen that. And then one, he yeah, goes yeah. over to her house several times and like dr- drugs her with turkey and wine. Yeah. <laughs> I think I have seen that. That's one. also the the excellent uh Merv Griffin set episode where Kramer digs the Merv Griffin set out of the the dumpster and puts it in his apartment and has his own talk show it's yeah that's that's a good one maybe, maybe i need to be watching seinfeld you in really the background do. while i'm working or you something. you really you really i've watched it before but, but i don't retain it like like you have. you got but see you got to pick it up like four season four is where where the storylines start getting good mm-hmm. like season one's meh season two is eh. Season three, we're getting a little bit better. Season four, season five, and six is really where it starts really hitting its stride. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember the one where um, George got fired, but then he just keeps coming to work. Like, yeah. Like, he still works there. Yeah. <laughs> like, to see if anybody notices yeah. it. Or he got, he quit. That yeah. was it, right? He quit. Mm-hmm. And then he decides he didn't want to quit, so he yeah. just keeps coming back to work. Yep. That's like, that's like, it's like season one. That's yeah. a season one or season two. Yeah. But you really should put it on in the background. Yeah. All right. So the Barbie thing, though, of course, you know, this being a food podcast, there, there's food tie-ins to this Barbie movie, oh, okay. of course. And, and I actually have an article uh, from Bon Appetit that is dealing with Barbie food collabs. They're everywhere this summer, and they tried them. There's not as many as you think, um, which I was kind of surprised. At yeah. least to the ones that they 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 listen to. This I think there's only like five, maybe. So first one is Barbie Land Berry Pink Frozen Yogurt at Pinkberry, and of course you figure a lot of these are going to be like ice cream based because you can make that pink and it not be mm-hmm. completely off putting. Yeah. Um, I don't think we don't have a Pinkberry anywhere around here, do we? I don't think so. Is there one in Louisville? If there was, if there's one in Kentucky, it would be in Louisville, I would think. So this is purportedly a blend of strawberry and dragon fruit frozen yogurt, depicted as chubby pink swirl in a pink cup, topped with gl- glittery silver and pink dream sprinkles. So yeah, yeah okay. that's that's that one. Um, yeah. yeah, and the the uh, the person who wrote the article, who is named, hold on, let me scroll back up here, Lee Goldstein. Mm-hmm. Gave it a five out of five. Oh, okay. It does yeah. sound good. Right. This next one, Pasta G. Martino's Barbie Panette Regat. Regat. So the the author um, states that they wanted something with an unnaturally pink sauce to pour over bright fuchsia-toned extruded pasta that would come in an array of shapes, high heels, lipstick, handbags, and rollerblades. Um, that didn't happen. Mm. Apparently, it was just petite paynees <laughs> in a box that had like a Barbie theme box, right? Okay. Yeah. Ooh, pink pasta. Missed me with that. <laughs> no. I mean, does it taste pink? Like, what does it affect the taste at all? Uh, no. Mm-mm. You just don't like the color. Of it's a color. It's an off-putting color. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, uh, doesn't bother me. Because I saw somebody. What was? What were we watching? Some cooking show or something. Where somebody like made made a like a rainbow pasta, and I'm just like, no, I can't deal with the colored stuff mm. like that. I don't like it. Do you? So you don't eat like tri-colored pasta or anything like that? Well, but that's like a subtler color. So like that's like a I can deal with an earth tone orange or an earth tone tone like. But I'm talking like some kind of neon mm. type of thing. But you could like you could mess with squid ink pasta. Or yeah, something like that. that that's about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Apparently, there's this Malibu Barbie Cafe pop-up in New York City. Um, okay. So, yeah. Seems odd that it would be in New York City and not yeah. in Malibu. So, she, the author had a beach burger. So, this, you know, we yeah. just got done with Burger Week where you got a $7 burger at, at select locations, right? Mm-hmm. Get How much do you think this costs? At a New York City pop-up, mind you. Yeah, that's too much. No, we're not. Mm -mm. We could have had six burgers from Burger Week. Right? Easily. Yeah. $44. 
I mean, what makes it for? What's on the burger? What makes so it forty four? So she said it looked fake and plasticky upon arrival, as it should. But the bun yeah. was super buttery, and the two burger patties were charred and juicy. Slim on the toppings front, there were no toppings, but the cheese and mayo ketchupy sauce were pleasantly average. The fries were thin and crispy, very run of the mill restaurant fries served with ketchup and garlic aioli for forty four dollars. I mean, is it wagyu beef? Is that why it's forty four? Or is it just because this was Barbie's burger? I think it, it's just the bar. So it's the, the bar. <laughs> it's the Barbie burger. That's. I mean, that's ridiculous. Okay. She still gave it a five out of five. Okay. Okay. That's just Jack Brown's burgers. Is what she's describing. Got it. Swoon's Barbie Pink Lemonade. So Swoon is a beverage brand. Yeah. I, think I I've guess heard of it. Yeah. she gave this one a three point six out of five. She said it fell sh- uh, short on taste. It evoked neither the lemon nor the strawberry advertised on the can. It was more like a diluted V eight made with not quite ripe tomatoes, but with a vinegary sourness and salty aftertaste. And apparently, a uh, twelve pack of these thirty dollars on Amazon. Get out. Gross. That sounds like a zero out of five. Right. Now, we do have a Cold Stone Creamery in mm-hmm. Lexington. A couple of them, I think. Yeah. So, you can go there and get an All That Glitters Is Pink. We both live one, near one. Yes, we do. Actually. All That Glitters Is Pink creation at Stone Cold Creamery, which, again, is just like, it, it basically looks to me like it's pink icing with, like, sparkly sprinkles. Yeah. Or pink icing. Pink, I, pink ice cream. Right. Um, mix of pink cotton candy ice cream, graham cracker pie crust, dance party sprinkles, and whipped topping. I could do without the graham cracker crust. She gave that one a 1.9 out of 5. Yeah, it doesn't sound good. Yeah. They've got better things at Goldstone. Yeah, I agree. So those those are the those are all the Barbie themed ones that that uh, apparently are out there themed foods. I don't, there may be more, but those are the ones that the article from Bone Appetit reviewed. Well, what's weird about all of that is that I mean, Barbie was a doll, right? And Barbie never mm-hmm. ate anything right. and I watched I might have talked about this on GBS, too, I don't remember, but I watched an Architectural Digest um, YouTube video where they, they have a series where they go through, like, people's homes mm-hmm. and, like, people take them through, like, a really fancy version of Cribs. Okay. Um, but this was, like, going into Barbie's dream home on the set of the movie. So it was, like, Margot Robbie, and uh, she was there, and then, like... Two or three of the other Barbie dolls, like people who played the Barbie dolls, are that Ryan Gosling was not there, unfortunately. Um, but the director, Greta Gerwig, was there, too, talking about, like, how they styled the set. And the Barbie house is literally just like the Barbie dream house that you would have. Like, it's completely 2D, huh. except for, like, the furniture. But, like, you open... She opened the fridge, and, like, the director's like, yeah, um... We purposely made everything in here 2D because it's set to look like this is Barbie living in a Barbie dream home. Like, this is not a real person. She really is living Living in a Barbie world. Living in a literal Barbie world. So you open the fridge and there's nothing in there, but there's pictures of food stuck to the back wall. Like it would be in the Barbie dream house. And then um, there's the slide that goes from the top floor to the bottom floor into the pool. But um, there is no pool. It's just flat. With like Flat a pool sticker blue. stuck yeah. on it. Uh-huh. Yeah, so Margot Robbie was saying how that was her favorite part of the house. And then she got on the slide and slid down and just landed on top of the ground where a pool would be. And then my favorite one that I thought was funny was the shower. So there is a shower with a huge shower head over top. But um, no water comes out. And um, there's like a clip, I think it's in the trailer maybe, of her like attempting to take a shower. And then she's like, oh, wait a minute. I don't need to take a shower because I'm a doll. Um, But everybody has their own house. Like each Barbie has their own house and they're all set up that way. And there are no walls. So that no out like exterior Mm -hmm. walls. So everybody can talk to each other while they're in their house. Um, So I thought that was really pretty funny. Yeah, good for them on that that production anyway. So um, it's like really, it's not just like a money grab per se. It's like really... Like picking at itself. They're trying like, to do no. justice to Barbie. They're trying to uh Like it knows um, it's a movie that knows what it is. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So it's not like serious. They're trying to but they're trying to pay homage to Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. And see, I mean, even the Simpsons had Malibu Stacy, right? Yeah. I mean <laughs> Heck yeah, and it's Lisa's favorite toy, yeah. is it not? Besides her saxophone? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. But uh anyway, yeah, go out there and uh, you know, get you some Barbie themed foods, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, all kinds of Barbie themed stuff to Except go for through. that forty-four dollar burger, I'll stick with the seven dollar one. I think. I mean, I was willing to go to uh, Turner Field or whatever they're calling the Braves. Yeah, but at least on that to, one, you got toppings. Yeah, to Good get Lord. the hundred and fifty-two or one hundred fifty-one dollar burger, which I guess I don't have that anymore. But oh well. Um. Yeah. So that was a good article. I liked that quite a bit. Um, and definitely a movie I'm gonna see. Well, oh. very tempted to do the Barbin Hopper. Oh yeah, <laughs> that seems like a weird juxtaposition. Because <laughs> I just recently listened to a really long series on a podcast about Oppenheimer and the whole. Not not just about him, but like the first couple episodes are about him. But a whole series about the atomic bomb and how mm-hmm. they thought of it, and all the way up through the execution of it. So yeah, what a weird, what a weird. It's two ends of the movie spectrum. What a weird double feature <laughs> that is. And I think like I've seen online that people people say they're going to do that double feature, and people just other people just worry that they don't really know like how affected they're going to be by Oppenheimer because. I know how I would be affected by it. It's an incredibly awful story the way it ends. I'd probably see that one first so then I can be uplifted by Barbie. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. think I would see Barbie first. I think you want to I think you, you want to see the grit yeah. and the sadness out yeah. of the way. Yeah, you want to see Oppenheimer first and then go for Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that seems tempting and fun to do just cuz that is something that I would do watch two completely different movies and it'll be the only time i go to the theater this year although maybe they'll have some good movie theater snacks or whatever they do i mean i, I know they still have candy and popcorn and stuff but i don't ever go to the movies so yeah, i don't I'm, know what else is there no idea yeah same probably not gonna find out either but i don't know if they would show joe bob briggs uh, episodes of the movies i'd go for that yeah they, probably not yeah probably not Although, should go to the drive-in soon. They've got good food there. Yeah. It's the good, greasy, like, concession stand food. Yeah. Just a real good staple. But, yeah, um, that was a good one. We've got, what else do we got going on? Um, well, I can tell you right now, just before I forget, if you want to come on the show with us, which you're well, welcome on. to. Yeah. Uh, we love guests, so you can contact me at a... Uh, on Twitter and Instagram at HungryNKY, HungryNKY at gmail.com. And uh, we'd love to have you on. So, um, yeah, just in, for- in person, let's not do this video stuff all day. I had to be on a Zoom meeting the past two days. Not a Teams, a Zoom. And I so infrequently use Zoom, <coughs> excuse me, that my computer forgot how to Zoom. It was like, mm-hmm. who are you? Yeah. What is this? Like, it almost shut down. So, <laughs> I, nah, we can't do that. No Zoom. No. And no. it freezes and it's terrible. Yeah. Goodbye. But yeah, um, it was also Burger Week last week, like what? Carrie said. Yeah. And I hadn't really anticipated trying any of them, but I didn't. I didn't either, house. but, you know, we did. And I drug Carrie with me for yeah. three of them. Two. I, well, th- no, technically three. You're right, three. Yeah. I keep forgetting about the dessert one. Mm-hmm. So, I, you had three offerings. I had four. I actually went somewhere by myself and ate, if you can believe it. I felt weird the whole time, but... Did you really? Yeah, I'm trying to be better about... To like, me, that's just not own. the worst thing. Yeah. Like, it's not the worst thing. No. Not. There, there are worse things, I guess. But it was a nice day. I went to Harry's in Palomar and sat at a little two-seater, which was really a one-seater anyway. Uh, it was hot, but they had the, like, misty water going on. And I had their, um, I gotta look. I, I don't remember prepared. what the Harry's Palomar one was. Um, something about. I, you said it was, like, a something. standard one. Yeah, that they always have. So they always do the same ones every year. Because the Drake, the, the Drakes out here in Hamburg had a, um, like a Caprese one that I wanted to try, but I just never got over there to do it. Yeah, this was the Southern Comfort Burger. Okay, a fresh, never frozen Old Bay seasoned burger with pimento cheese, potato chips, mayo, and pickles on a warm butter toasted bun. Okay, um, that's interesting. I did not taste the Old Bay on it, which made me sad. Um, you should be seasoning that with a lot more Old Bay. But I got 
very sophisticated taste buds. I had to have a lot of salty flavor. So yeah, because those last chips we had, although you were not apparently wrong, because there was others that tried them and and did not get a lot of crab seasoning. Oh, I was like, the, the uts, oots, whatever you want to say. Uts, I say uts, but uh, yeah, yeah, I require a lot of seasoning on my burgers. Um, so I didn't get a lot of the Old Bay, maybe a bite or two. I mean, the chips were good on it. Did not know that was pimento cheese, but it was good. Huh. I couldn't have told you it was pimento. Really? I think, and I think a lot of the burgers, maybe this is their downfall, they get real, like, generous with the, the condiments. They do, which that... Like, this one had a ton mm-hmm. of mayo on it, uh-uh. but I love mayo. And what, It's fine, but I just didn't taste the cheese or the Old Bay. And see, I'm not a huge fan of mayo, and what stinks is... And I, I get it. I totally understand because they got it. We've talked about this before that they have to churn these out, you know, mm-hmm. so fast and like in mass quantities that you can't be leaving stuff off for, you know, because yeah. you just can't. I get it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, when you put like when you slap like just a gob of it on there. Mm-hmm. No, nah, not for me. Um, which I mean, it's not it, it's not that it was a bad burger. All these burgers I ate were decent burgers. I never had a bad one, but I just wish this one had more uh, old pay on it. And then we we tried to go to Goodwood yeah, for the wow. I'm a big deal burger, but that must have been the crowd favorite because it was, that, that place, place was, was packed, and it was a Wednesday night, and like we thought maybe we'd hang around and try to sit at the bar or something, but the bar was packed, everything was packed, there was people hanging out the door, and we were just like, you know what? What else is out here that's having Burger Week? Agave and rye. Let's just yep. go over there. So we went there, and uh, there wasn't anybody there. Uh, and we had the, not that that's a bad thing, because most restaurants on a Wednesday night in right. the summer are not crowded. There were people there, but it wasn't yeah. super packed. You, it, we easily got a seat. Yeah. Uh, this was the Racy Miss Tracy. Uh, our deep fried ground beef patty is coated in crunchy ramen noodles, then loaded up with a taquito cheese topped with sweet and spicy bacon, fresh lettuce, chunky salsa, and some cowboy candy sandwiched in between a fluffy brioche bun and slathered in comeback sauce. Uh, this might be a controversial, unpopular opinion. That's too much. No, it was way too much. It yeah. was. The comeback sauce, especially, I think, just completely overpowered everything. Yeah. Um, on that burger. It was very sloppy. It sounds like we're dumping on all these burgers. No, we're not. Really, really not. I'm just being a little bit honest. And I'll also say uh, sh- uh, props to Gavi and Wright because we had um, with the crab rangoon. Shrimp crab. Or shrimp shrimp, shrimp crab. Rangoon, crab rangoon fritters or something, yeah, those were something good. like that. Those were really good. Yeah, and I had a side of truffle fries. Hell's yeah! Yeah, I had the um, tater tots, and they're huge. Those truffle fries. Oh my god, you could smell the truffle <sighs> oil on them. They were so delicious. And you know what? They were actually even better the next day. Wow! Because the oil had soaked into the fry. Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah. So this is really good. The burger just. It just had too much it going had too on. Much going on. And it's not that any of the stuff on it was bad. Mm-hmm. I liked the sauce. Uh, I couldn't tell that the burger was coated in crunchy ramen noodles. Like, I could a little bit. I didn't get any crunch off of it. I mean, the bacon was good. The toppings were good. It was all good. It was just like, first of all, and kudos to them for making a big ass burger for seven dollars. Hell, it was big. I don't even huge. know that I could eat half of it. Yeah, like, it was. I, I had to leave a lot of it because it was too big. Yeah, full. it was. It was giant for seven bucks. Yeah. But it was a little, there was a little too much stuff on it. Good ambition. Yeah. I, I thought, yeah. It just, maybe leave a couple of things off and it would have been, it would have been yeah. really top-notch good. Like, if you're going to have that cheese, you don't need the comeback sauce. I agree. Or if or, you're going to have mm-hmm. bacon, you don't need the crunchy ramen noodles. Yeah. Like, you know. Or if you're going to have the comeback sauce, leave off the nacho cheese. Or yeah. Yeah. I mean, both good quality burgers so far. Oh, yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Nobody's perfect. Um, we popped on over to visit our friend Danielle, the integrated baker at the mall. Um, she has little burger-looking cupcakes that she was selling. Uh, so, I guess she took her cupcake batter and then took like a, a little like ring round mold ring mold thing whatever, and yeah. cut, cut out little... I don't know. How big would you say that they were? They were pretty big. Like... They were still the same size as her cupcakes. They just weren't like the top wasn't yeah. as muffiny toppy or whatever. Yeah, so it was like two little ca- two cake mm-hmm. layers. Those were good. Yeah, and then she put the icing in between and icing mm-hmm. on top. Yep, yep, and that was good as always. So. And it was whatever flavor icing you wanted too. Like Pretty she, much the whole the whole board menu, was yeah. open for whatever flavor you wanted. She mm-hmm. wasn't like saying no. You have, you just have to have this flavor, which was kind of cool. Yeah. And uh, we both got flavors we hadn't had before. So I had the lemon drop martini, and then you had... I had the the mojito key lime, I think, or margarita key lime. 
It was some yeah. key lime thing. Mm-hmm. I think it was margarita. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, it was yep, pretty good. It was good. And it was a, how much were they? I don't remember. Was $7. it $7? Okay, yeah. Um, Good concept. Good yep. concept. Real good concept from her. I liked it. I dug it. Um, I forgot that I also had the other dessert burger on my own the same night that I went to Harry's. I gained like nine pounds this week. <laughs> Um, but I went to the Crank and Boom on Clay's Mill and had the Ultimate Oreo Overload Burger. So that was a North Lime glazed donut loaded with cookies and cream ice cream and then whipped cream drizzled in rich fudge sauce and topped with a huge Oreo, which is an understatement. It was giant. It was like the size of the container. <laughs> and then it had an Oreo cookie churro on the side and sprinkles on top. And it was good. It was quite decadent. But it was good. Sounds really sweet. Yeah. Um, the churro probably put it a little over the top for me. Mm. But, I mean, it was good. Everything about it was good. The Oreo was, like, really... It was good. I didn't eat all of it, I don't think, just because that was the end. And I was like, oh, my pancreas <laughs> no longer producing insulin. My heart hurts. <laughs> you better baking up that butter, boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But dad, my heart hurts. <laughs> Simpsons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was really good. Uh, and I love that combination of that ice cream and that donut. So both really good local um, bakeries and yeah. ice cream places. I think this was this the first time that Danielle had participated in a burger week for a dessert type item. I don't know. I feel I, like it was, but maybe not. I can't remember. I might be wrong about that. And then where else did we go? We went to Baron Butcher. That's right. Yeah. Baron Butcher. That one was good, too. Um, I found it here. It was really good, and I could see, I had heard previous um, from somebody that John knows that they, they actually, <laughs> they tried to go to the Sage Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> that place is only open three days a week. Here, that remember. place is open, like, when the sun is in the fourth quadrant of the, the fifth week of the <laughs> 25th day of the eighth month. <laughs> yeah, I pretty sure they have a sundial out back and then that's how they decide right yeah that place is literally like i've never been there i've never never seen it open every time i've seen it open but like it is a random times i think they truly are only open like wednesday through saturday from five to nine yeah it's it's there's there and their hours aren't on the door either Mm -hmm. because every time when sarah and i are down there in chevy chase like after gbs or whatever and we walk past it because there's parking right there. Like, I've looked for the hours on... The, their hours are not on their door. Yeah, they're on their website. I've looked it up before. So, this dude, they tried to go to the Sage Rabbit. And obviously it was closed because I think it was like a Tuesday or something. Mm-hmm. And they were going to go to Baron Butcher. But he said that the line for Baron Butcher was absolutely out the door. Which wow. I think it kind of usually is for Burger Week because they tend to have one of the better burgers, right? Yeah. So this guy ended up, they went ended up going to um, Campus Pub, which is over off of Waller Avenue. And uh, I've been to Campus Pub. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. At Campus Pub, they had just yeah. like basic... Their you know, burgers they, are good. Just they, they, yeah, they had basic kind of like, you know, bar food or whatever. Um, but I had heard tell from that guy and some people on that Lexington food group page or whatever that that was actually a really good burger because it was just a smash burger Mm -hmm. with cheese and then like some kind of sauce and like that was it oh yeah 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 their burgers are really good and they actually have a pretty large menu which i haven't been there in a few years but we when i worked at st joe we went there a lot after work Mm -hmm. and then um we would go there and watch basketball games because it's right across the street from the hospital there was like that one not this past season obviously but like Six or seven years ago when UK baseball was in the Super Regional. Oh, yeah. We went. We would go after work there and watch those games mm-hmm. late at night. They've got a really good menu, and their burgers are really good, too, so it doesn't surprise me that that Yeah, so a lot, of people, a lot of people like that one. We, we didn't have it. Sarah and I didn't have it, but yeah. it, that, the, the guy that John knows had it because they couldn't get into the stage rabbit. But we smartly decided to get to the Baron Butcher when right <laughs> when they opened on Saturday at 11 a.m. Yeah, and, uh, it I'm, was crowded. I'm glad we did because it got pretty packed in there. Yeah. So this was the Chevy Chase Steak Burger, a never frozen beef patty, pepper jack cheese, chopped Philly ribeye, American cheese, grilled peppers and onions, and a horseradish ranch rail. I almost made it. Gosh. I was thinking that that's going to be hard to say. Horseradish ranch aioli. 
on a toasted brioche with grilled banana peppers on top. Um, like skewered on top of the mm-hmm. bun or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. That was my favorite one because it tasted like a hamburger. Yeah. Like the the cheese and the peppers added to it. I loved the peppers it, on that, man. There it was wasn't so a ton of mayonnaise aioli or whatever yeah, on there, which is like, yeah, maybe just a smidge more, mm-hmm. but it wasn't overpowering, but you could actually taste the burger and it was so good. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, I really like getting those like Polish so- Polish sausages. I cannot mm-hmm. talk. Where you get the peppers and onions yeah. on them mm-hmm. and like all of that different stuff. And those are like the bomb too. So that reminded me a lot of that. Because the Baron Butcher has a Philly cheesesteak sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. Yeah, a lot you get it a lot. Yeah. And yeah. it's really good. And, and then put hatch chilies on yeah. it with some cheese. Very delicious. And then we both had, they had this, uh, um, dessert thing that was a salted caramel honey bun mm-hmm. it was really good yeah i mean it wasn't anything fancy Mm-mm. it was just a honey bun with salted caramel and whipped cream on top but it's good i yeah. mean you don't have to get fancy with it no it was really good i yeah. really enjoyed it and then i didn't eat for the rest of the day <laughs> i don't think i did either actually which is wild because that was at like noon <laughs> yeah it was, it was like eleven thirty or something yeah but it was a really we ate a lot of food there and it was really good so I think that's all that we had. Yeah, that's all that I had that I know of. Yeah, and then I had those other two on top. So I would say it was a pretty successful one. I liked the Bear and the Butcher one probably the most. That um, Harry's Burger was not far behind it, though. I mean, it it could have used more Old Bay. But maybe that's just me and my weird taste buds. I don't know. Like you like to say, your mileage may vary. That's right. But um, it was just an overall good burger. I mean, mm-hmm. they also make good burgers. Right. And um, what did I get with that? I feel like I got a side of something, but probably just fries. But they also, I got a drink uh, everywhere that we went. I think you did too. Um, And I got the Kentucky Mule. I love a Kentucky Mule. And that was a big one. Took me forever to drink it. But um, yeah, they were all good. They were good. They had their pros and cons. Definitely, for sure. But um yeah, maybe and next year we go a little bit less on the sheer amount. Of yeah, copies. condiments. Yeah, um, and it, you know I'd like to do more, but it's so hard to get into places. It is, and then like you, I feel like, and maybe not everyone feels this way, but but I'm sure you feel this way too. When you go there, yeah, they're putting a lot of work into this. Like at Bear and the Butcher, they weren't even serving half the menu. Not for brunch, because they were like, we got to do all these burgers. They got to do the burgers. And they literally are like, hey, we don't have this, 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 or this because of Burger Week. So they're losing money on this probably, I'm sure. But I always get a side to go with it, and I always get a drink. So it is more than $7, and I tip a lot more than 20% too. So it ends up being kind of expensive. When you go to like three or four or five. Oh um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's just like, it still blows my mind that people like go crazy for this. Yeah. Like they really do. Like I could not believe how packed out Goodwood was. Yeah. Harry's was too. Um, I just happened to like get there when there was a little seat open. But like even the bar was like hopping. And um, I thought I was going to say something. I don't remember what. I've forgotten what I was going to say. But yeah, I mean, and again, it's having to plan, like plan the times that you go, you know, because on Wednesday we couldn't like get there until six o'clock because I mean, work, right? Uh, We just, on Saturday we got lucky because we're like, well, we can both be there right, right when it opens. Mm -hmm. But you know, unless you're kind of doing a lunch thing around town or something, it's just, it's really hard, I think, to get in sometimes. they don't do delivery for any of them hardly, which like sucks for someone like me who would rather have delivery as opposed to sitting somewhere out by myself at several places. And it's just more convenient for me, but I know it's not about me. But just one time it could be about me. It ain't about you. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, I used to get excited for it, like, five or six or seven years ago. And we would, and especially when we started the blog, we tried to to do as many Mm -hmm. as you could. And I clearly didn't care about my health or weight back then (laughs) because I would just, like, go and eat three or four in a night. And we'd turn around and do it again. And we did that. Three or four nights, and we had a bunch of content to pump out, but also my heart hurt a little bit, literally, <laughs> uh, from all of the grease. So, I don't know. It, I, it's just a change in my overall, like, lifestyle, I guess, to not 
search it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be the dream to eat all sure. twenty or however many. But I think I think about. we did pretty good with what we did. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. So yeah, it was a good like smattering. Now I won't be participating in any like I think restaurant weeks coming up. And oh, I never did. There's that. Taco Week and Pizza Week and and as much as I like tacos, I've never done Taco Week. Never done. I've never done anything but Burger Week. I've done Pizza Week before. I feel like and the Coffee and Tea Week I've mm. done. That one's a little bit more accessible because you can take those to go. Yeah, right. They encourage yeah, yeah. it they because encourage those coffee that, yeah. places are small. Right. So. I don't know. Maybe next year we'll see. And I just I felt like there weren't a ton of participating restaurants as many as there have been in past either. Yeah, it did seem smaller. Yeah, yeah. And then like we were talking, we poke fun at the Sage Rabbit. I still I would like to go. I'd go, but it looks good. I don't. My my sundial watch isn't set to Sage Rabbit time. So, but uh, like a lot of these places follow that like restaurant schedule where they're not open during the week for right. some days to make up for the weekend. Yeah. So yep. a lot of places weren't open on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So that's that's something else too. And then yeah, trying to work that into your schedule is pretty hard. So we tried. We tried. I think we did though. We did, did good. pretty good. Yeah. So I liked the idea of your article earlier and I found something on Twitter courtesy of a Terry Brown on Twitter. Okay, so, yeah, shout out to Terry. He's probably not listening, but if but he is... Love Terry Brown. Thanks, Terry. Love cool Terry dude. Brown. He is a cool dude. Yeah. So, uh, he had posted this thing that's going around Twitter. Um, how Southern are you? So, it's a big list of foods, and we'll do one point for each one okay, that Okay, I, I try to keep track of my head. Um, I don't have any paper. I will also try to keep okay. track of my head. But we did a similar thing like this before. Yeah, we did. A few years ago. Yeah. But this was, that was like Kentucky only stuff. This yeah. is Southern food. Straight and this is just food. food. Like, I think that Kentucky one was like places you'd been, mm-hmm. things you'd things seen, you'd done, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But this is just straight. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Okay. So we'll go ahead and get started. Uh, peach cobbler. Okay. Yes. Chicken and dumplings. Yep. Cornbread. Yep. Gumbo. Yes. Frog legs. Yes. Chicken fried steak. Yes. Chicken liver. Yes. Oh, God. Are you kidding? <laughs> I've had one, maybe. Yeah, you eat a lot of them. Cow liver. Yep. Uh, hush puppies. Yes. Uh, souse. What's that one? Oh, souse is like head cheese. Yeah, I've not N- had No, I have not had that. Uh, shrimp and grits. Oh, no. You know what? I have had head cheese. I lied. Oh. So that was a yes. So the next one was shrimp and grits? Yep. Okay. Uh, oyster casserole? Yes. Congealed salad. I that I think that they're they're talking about aspic I think or some kind of I'm gonna say no I freaking hate aspic it's <laughs> disgusting. Uh, fried green tomatoes. Yes. Pic, uh, pickled pig seed. No. Chest pie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Red eye gravy. Yes. Uh, tomato sandwich. Yes. Turnip greens. Yes. Hop and John. Yep. Liver mush. Mm. I've had liver verse. Does that count? I don't think so. Okay. Something tells me this is a mushier consistency. Okay, I'll say no then. <laughs> Rabbit stew. No. Red beans and rice. Yes. Uh, Brunswick stew. Yes. Corn pudding. Yes. Fat back. That's bacon, essentially, but I don't know that I've actually had fat back, so I will say no. Fried bologna. Yes. Fried squirrel. No. Boiled peanuts. Yes. Chitlins. No. Turkey neck. I've had chicken neck. Does that count? No, this is turkey. Ah. Uh, pear salad? No, I don't think so. Me neither. Uh, butter beans? Yes. Jambalaya? Yes. Deviled eggs? Uh, yes, and I, <laughs> I hate them, but I have had them. Po' boys? Uh, yes. Fried gizzards? Yes. Chocolate gravy? Yep. Gator? Yes. Poke salad? No. Cow tongue? Yes. And peanuts and cola? Yes, because then we, we tried. Yeah, so I I got thirty two. Yeah, I got twenty seven. Okay. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, how many were on here? There's over thirty of them on here. I think I only said no to like four. Yeah. Um. So there might be thirty six or something. Okay. Like I, I'm not going to count them. Okay, but, but I I think I only said like no to four, but I yeah. I got thirty two. So the scoring rubric here was if you got one to five, you might be a Yankee. 
If you got six to ten, how'd your mom? How's your mom and him? Um, if you got eleven to fifteen, you're born and bred, and then sixteen plus, you're show enough southern. Well, there so you go, show enough. Yes, and this was uh, courtesy of Gusty Gullah's group, Real Estate okay. Property, wherever that is. I like all. I like every single thing on that list except the deviled eggs and aspic. Ooh, I do love deviled eggs. So good. I have not had chitlins, but I would totally be willing to try them. Yeah. I mean, I would try most of the stuff on this. Um, I wouldn't try congealed salad. That sounds disgusting. That's It's gross. Um, the head cheese or the sauce or whatever. That, that's, that was... that's good. Because I had that at that District 7, mm-hmm. I think. And it was it was really good. Interesting. Um, that's something that my dad ate a lot when he was mm-hmm. a kid. Um, it was funny. He would eat anything that you put in front of him except for things that a hog wouldn't eat. <laughs> And oddly enough, well, apparently, listen to how, this is a side story. Okay. How asinine is this? <laughs> he would not eat a cucumber because a hog would not eat a cucumber, but he'd eat pickles all day. Wait a minute. A hog will consume a human being if you put it in their trough and it won't eat a cucumber? Apparently not. Hmm. He always said, I will not eat cucumbers because a hog would not eat a cucumber. I question that logic. But, a, but pickles are cucumbers that are just pickled. That is true. No, doesn't matter. Hmm. Didn't matter. He would eat pickles all day, but he would not eat a plain cucumber. Like you don't think, you don't think a hog's eating both those things? Oh, it totally is. <laughs> but yeah, I don't remember the one or two other things the hog would not eat. But okay. He would not eat if the hog didn't eat it. He wouldn't eat it. All right. So, but well. yeah, he would eat a lot of head cheese. I okay. Guess. Uh, not me. I've never had that. I've never had pickled pig's feet, mostly because I don't know how you eat them. There's very little meat on them. Yeah, it's mostly skin. That's just supposed to. You just take them and kind of gnaw them. No, <laughs> just like chicken feet. Like yeah, how you gonna eat? There is nothing just, on a chicken's just, feet. It's it's a cartilage, and yeah, you just you just no. gnaw on it. No, I'm not gonna say anything else about that for all you pervs out there. Yeah, but that feet. was fun. I, I like that. Yeah, I like those kind of list quiz things. Yeah, me too. They're always fun. Yeah. Okay. You know what else is fun? Everybody wants to try some food. I'm yep. super excited about today's offerings. Yes, and I'm hopefully excited about our offerings going forward because we're going to try, um, we're trying something new that we've talked about trying in the past and have never pulled the trigger on until now. So stay tuned for the next episode to see what that is because we don't know either. Yeah. Uh, it's a mystery, literally. But uh, World Market might have something to do with it. Yeah, for this time they do anyway. Um, if you're not aware of the world market, um, we've had one in Lexington for a while now, but it's really cool. It's like mostly a home goods store. They have like furniture and accessories for your house and all that stuff. Um, kind of like actually home goods, but in the back they have a whole international food section. It's really awesome. Like I think I spent 30 minutes in there. Just looking at the international foods while the makeup and stuff from Bath and Body Works I bought and Ulta in the car were like <laughs> melting away. But this was worth it. So, you know what? I got melty makeup, but whatever. Um, so, I found a bunch of Asian foods for us to try. And they had other foods there that weren't just Asian food, but this is like the vast majority of what they have. And not just from Japan. Like, they have a lot of different like Asian countries. So, I'm going to say the first thing that we got here. Whoop. Oh, there's chips in there. Uh, these are lays from China. So these are the sweet potato or seaweed. Sweet potato. These are seaweed potato chips from Lay's. And they come in the little Pringles type can. And they come in a little handy. They do have a little sleeve. Like tray. Yeah. That little tray. Out, yeah. So, and they're seaweed chips. So what did you think of the seaweed Those chips? Those things are delicious. They're really good. They're not like fishy or anything like Mm-mm. seaweed can be but they're salty. they're salty they have that hint of umami mm-hmm. that that you get from seaweed and you know i i like a like those those nori sheets that mm-hmm. are that are dried or whatever yeah but you get really once you put them in your mouth they they dissolve into nothing yeah so these give you that flavor of kind of that salty nori nori dried nori sheet yeah with the crunch of a chip mm-hmm. i like these a lot yeah these are good and they're not like super super salty, uh, but yeah, no, these are really good. I'm glad I picked these up because I was a little yeah. sus feeling they're, about them. They're though. delicious. We opened them and we were both like, "What is this?" Yeah, they're really cool. Yeah. So they're very much like, like 
Pringles stay fairly true to the fact that the chips aren't crushed, but once you get to the middle, they start getting crushed. These are in a sleeve, so they can't be crushed. Unless you just crush the whole can. And that's They're just me. really, really good. Yeah, so these come directly from China, from Shanghai. So, thanks Shanghai, I guess. Um, we also have strawberry mochi. And I believe these are from Japan. No, I was wrong. This is a product of Taiwan. Okay. So, um, this is Yuki and Love strawberry mochi. And I've always had... Not only, I've had mochi before, but in the form of ice cream. Mm-hmm. So, like, little discs of ice cream covered in the mochi not just a candy right and if you're not aware of what mochi is i'm gonna look at the actual definition but it's like made out of rice flour so these are really good though yeah this is a strawberry flavor Mm -hmm. um and then mochi is made from glutinous rice rice flour sugar and then whatever filling you want to put in it. Yeah. So popular ones are like red bean paste mm-hmm. or matcha. Um, they had taro ones at the world market. And we got strawberry this time. These are really good. They're soft. Mm-hmm. They're very strawberry. They're really delicious. Very good. Yeah. They're good. Um, the f- like filling in the middle is not my favorite. Mm. But I like the texture because it's very almost like marshmallowy. Yeah, but it's denser. very pillowy. Yeah, and y'all should go onto YouTube and search for videos of people making uh, mochi in the traditional sense, Mm -hmm. because it involves, like, a big bowl with a special, like... Paddle. Wooden paddle, Mm -hmm. and you have to stir it so many times, and Mm -hmm. you have to slap it so many times, Mm -hmm. and, like, move it around, and how it, like, gets that texture and stuff. Yeah, get the gluten going and all that, yeah. Um, Yeah, and it's highly glutinous, which is how it gets, why you have to use glutinous flour, Mm -hmm. and, like, how you have to stretch it out so much to get those, like, glutinous strands to bind like that, and give it that... These are really good, though. Yeah, they're good. Really good. I enjoyed both of these offerings very much. Yeah. I'd really like to have some red bean paste ones, honestly, because I've never had red bean paste. I haven't either, and I would like to try it. I would totally try them. Yeah. And then if you're, like, interested in a colder treat, might I suggest going to the Whole Foods and getting mochi ice cream, because I can't walk into the Whole Foods without (laughs) leaving with at least 10 of them. They're they're just little. They come in individual packages. I can't help myself. But yeah, so that's the snack part, and then I found us a couple of drinks too. So Carrie has, yeah, ram- so ramune. I think this is yeah. Jap- Japanese, right? Yeah. Okay. I believe, yeah. I th- I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it is. When I looked it up online before I even yeah, pr- knew they had it, it's I figured it was product Japan. of Japan. So this thing is a small bottle, and it's a carbonated ra- ramune? ramune ramune drink. It's lychee flavored. Um, but the whole, the, the, the novelty, I guess, of it is when you open it, it comes like with this, this cap on it that has a marble in it and you have to use the plunger that comes on another cap to plunge the, plunge the marble down yeah. to open the drink. Yeah. So the marble is like the seal. Yeah. Yeah. It's a novelty. It was a good drink. I liked it. It was just sweet. I'm not sure exactly what lychee tastes like. It's just like a citrus fruit. Okay. That's kind of what it was. It was a little citrusy and sweet or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I will say (laughs) difficulty level in drinking (laughs) is slightly high because the opening does not let you get a lot of liquid out of it. Because the marble keeps Mm -hmm. coming. And you'll see kind of, I'll put another picture on Instagram now that she's finished it. Um, to show you what we're talking about with the marble and the way the bottle is shaped it's like squished like the glass is squished mm-hmm. in the middle so that when you plop the marble down into the bottle it gets stuck right near the top and yeah. it doesn't go down and yeah. you're not in any risk of like swallowing it because it can't get back out right. of the bottle but but, it, um, it was good i liked yeah. it it was it was fun yeah to plunge the marble i was actually looking for these on amazon to order and was going to order a bunch of them but then they have like a bunch of flavors at world market so i might have to go back and buy more <clears throat> but um i also found they had a bunch of drinks there y'all when i say a bunch i mean floor to ceiling like shelves of only asian drinks wow like they had all kinds of stuff i'm we definitely need to go back there um in the future and I just, it's not that I didn't know it was there. I, I know it's there. I've been there before. I just forget about it. I don't live near it. And I never come here except when I, I'm coming to Carrie's house. I do live near it and I still forget about it. <laughs> but it's a good market. So if you want like 
the kind of stuff that you would get at Home Goods, but you also want to get some international food, uh, go to World Market. It's a great store. It's not super. Uh, they've got expensive stuff, but it's not like out of reach. All of this stuff we're eating was $16, and it's all from a different country. So, And I have brown sugar bubble milk tea, or bubble milk tea drink. Get it right, Sarah. Uh, and this is from Taiwan as well. And this is a, looks like Rico brand. And uh, yeah, so if you've never heard of or had bubble tea, bubble tea is basically um, milk and then a different, like different kinds of tea, depending on what you're getting. I think usually a black tea mixed with milk and then they have different flavors. So this is brown sugar. They have a matcha. They have different kinds. At the what makes it the bubble part is that they have these things that are tapioca pearls. So it's just like a bunch of tapioca rolled up and plopped down on the bottom of this drink. So when you would normally drink these, it would be in a big plastic cup, and you could see the and they're called boba in some places too. And you could see the boba at the bottom. They're in here. They're just, like, stuck at the bottom, and they're hard to get out of the can. So they've been, like, hitting me in the mouth every time I take a drink. <laughs> but I finally got some out. And, I mean, that just tastes like nothing because they're just little bobas of tapioca stuff. But they're not bad. They're good. I like it. So if you like something chewy with your tea, which is a huge thing in, like, several Asian countries, bubble tea is, um, definitely would try it. And this brown sugar one's, like, slightly sweet. It's not overly sweet by any means, but yeah, it's a it's good. So if you like milk and tea and all right, tapio, yeah, give it a try. there you go. Yeah, so that's our tour of Asia. Well, we hit three countries. Yeah, yeah, China, Japan, and Taiwan. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I dig it. So we should have our mystery box by the next episode. Fingers crossed. Exciting, exciting. To ship this week, fun, so fun. We'll see, but. I truly don't know. I said surprise me. So I'm excited. What country will be trying? Who knows? We don't Stay know. tuned. Yes. Stay very tuned. And what else do we have right now? I do know that. And that's going to be our hinky history lesson. I have to sing it for myself. That's weird. But um, what's not weird is what I'm doing the history on. So I think everybody has had this. And if you haven't. What are you doing? Do you even live in the world? Like, come on, they're everywhere. They're literally in a hundred countries. So we're talking about Milk's favorite cookie, the Oreo. So I got all of this from Wikipedia because it was a giant article. So I only took from like half of it. But yeah, here we go. So Oreo, or Milk's favorite cookie, is a brand of sandwich cookie consisting of two cocoa biscuits or cookie pieces with a sweet fondant filling. It was first introduced by Nabisco in 1912 and is currently manufactured by several different companies, actually. So we have Nabisco, Cadbury, uh, Continental Biscuit Limited, and Mondelez International, who actually owns Oreo. There was like a long, drawn-out, convoluted explanation of how that happened, but I figured no one cared. We so don't. <laughs> used to be owned by Nabisco, now it's owned by Mondelez. Corporate stuffs. Yeah. Oreo cookies are available in over 100 countries and are produced in many different flavors, but we'll touch on that later. Um, I got a lot of fun facts, so here's the first one. Uh, Oreos are an imitation of the Hydrox chocolate cream-centered cookie that was introduced in 1908, which I think we've talked about before. However, Oreos became so popular that the general public actually thinks it's the other way around, that Hydrox is an imitation of Oreos, but it is not true. They were around four years before, so get it right. Get it right. Did we decide, can you still get Hydrox? You can. Yeah. It's popular in the Northeast, mostly, I think. They also like Necco wafers up there. Though, yeah, so. miss me with that. You miss me with a lot of things they're doing. Sorry if you're up there. Um, the origin of the name Oreo is unknown, but many people think that its origins come from the French word or, meaning gold, or from the Greek word Oreo, the meaning nice or attractive. Others, like food writer Stella Parks, believe the name comes from the Latin Oreo Daphne, a genius of laurel of the laurel family, like the laurel branch or whatever. Uh, this is due to the fact that the original Oreos were designed with the laurel wreath on one side of the cookie sandwich, and several of Nabisco's other cookies at the time also had botanical names and themes, including Avena, Lotus, and Helicon, which is from the plant genus Heliconia. 
Oreos were first made in 1912 by Nabisco at the Chelsea Market Complex in New York City. Um, I believe it was on 9th Avenue between 15th and 16th Street. Uh, it's in the article. I didn't write it down. But um, they refer to that area now as Oreo Way. So that's kind of cool. So if you're ever in Chelsea, go to Oreo Way. Um, as mentioned above, the original Oreo featured a laurel wreath around the edge of the cookie and the name Oreo in the center, and they were actually referred to as Oreo biscuits. They were sold for 25 cents per pound in the U.S., and they came packaged in a novelty metal tin with a, gra- a glass lid, and they were first sold in Hoboken, New Jersey in 1912. In 1921, the name was changed to Oreo Sandwich. 1948, it was changed again to Oreo Cream Sandwich. And finally, in 1974, the name was changed to Oreo Chocolate Sandwich Cookie, which is the full government name of the cookie that we know and love today. Although we don't call it that, we just call them Oreos. Yeah. Huh. 1974. Wow. Won't you bring me a couple Oreo Chocolate Sandwich Cookies? It's <laughs> a mouthful. Uh, the modern Oreo cookie filling was developed by Nabisco's principal food scientist, Sam Porcello. Uh, here's another fun fact. After he created the filling, he also created dark chocolate and white co- chocolate-covered Oreos. Although, you can't get those anymore. Can't you you still, can get fudge-covered ones. I thought but. you could still get the white ones at Christmas. Uh, are they... I, I thought they were white fudge-covered or whatever. I thought they... Well, they're delicious, whatever. Whatever they are. are. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did not see that on the list, so they might not make them anymore. Uh, the original filling was made with lard. Inciting health issues in the early 90s, Nabisco changed the recipe to replace the lard with the partially hydrogenated vegetable oil. Now, Carrie's giving her thumbs down, Boo. but this is good for other people. So, not only did it make the cookie healthier, it also became a favorite snack among vegans. So, now this is something that vegans can eat because it's no longer made with animal products. So, in 2006, they also replaced the trans fats that were in the Oreos with non-hydrogenated vegetable oil. So, now it's a real double downer for Carrie, I guess. <laughs> no, Lord, Lord, no trans fats. Everything that makes food taste delicious. Also, there was, you were talking about the episode of The Simpsons with the Homer making Bart eat all that fat. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a similar episode of American Dad where the town outlaws trans fats, but the next town over has them. So Stan makes his son take his bicycle over there and like funnel a bunch of it back over. Seen and then, that he, one, and yeah. then he gets caught, so he starts yeah. eating all the trans fats, and then he has a heart attack. Or King of the Hill, where they ban trans fats in uh, in uh, Arlen, mm-hmm. and then uh, Buck Strickland has that Sugarfoot's elite that food oh, that yeah. illegal food truck. Yeah, in the also in the American Dad one. Um, they don't want anyone to know that they're cooking with illegal trans fats. So uh, Stan puts all of his lunch, which is fried chicken, in a briefcase and takes it to the bathroom and starts eating it in the stall. And uh, his boss comes in and thinks that he's like really, really, really sick because he's making these like really gross or that he's doing something else because he's making these really gross moaning noises. He's just enjoying the trans fats. <sighs> There's a lot of things wrong with that show, but I, I do love it. Um, but anyway... Most of the world's Oreos at one point were produced in Hershey, Pennsylvania. By 2017, more than 40 billion Oreos are being produced annually in 18 countries around the world. So these countries include, but are not all, uh, India, Indonesia, Bahrain, China, Spain, the UK, Russia, Canada, and Pakistan. And depending on where you live in the world, is you get your Oreos from one of those places in the United States. Gotcha. There was something on there about like the Mondelez controversy with moving stuff to Mexico from mm. America. Nah. We'll not get into that. Nah. Either. There have been many varieties of Oreos over the years. Some of the ones you may be familiar with are, but not limited to, a Double Stuff Oreo, which is pretty much the one that we all eat now, Big Stuff Oreo, Golden Oreo, which they still have. Oreo Minis, which I used to eat a lot. The Oreo Cakesters. Yeah, those are extra fatty. Um, Oreo Thins, which I love now. And the Most Stuff, just to name a few. Uh, There have also been tons of different themes and flavors for Oreos, depending on the country and the time of the year. So, like, themes, like, they're not a flavor, but they change the color of the cream for whatever reason. So... They had Halloween, and this is just a small, and this is a lot, but this is a small smattering of all the flavors they've had in the past 20 years. Halloween, Christmas, springtime, birthday cake, watermelon, strawberries and cream, cookie dough, red velvet, fruit punch, key lime pie, Swedish fish, 
peeps, firework, Easter egg, hot chicken wing, wasabi, carrot cake, Mississippi mud pie, a mint, my favorite, a green tea, lemon ice, and pina colada, just to name a very few. Like, wow, there have yeah. to be a hundred on that list. Yeah. Um, so the list goes on and on, but those were the ones that just stood out, stood out to you. Stood out to you, yeah, sure. And as a matter of fact, Oreo has a six-person team in charge of making the special flavors, and it's so secretive that the company won't even say what the name of the team is, wow. let alone who's on it or how they come up with the process. Huh. So, if you could be out there in the world uh, interacting with someone on the super secret SEAL Team 6 of Oreos. <laughs> Keep that down as a flavor. Or as a title. That's a good one. I'm proud of me. Um, so, while there have been many flavors and variations of Oreos, the ingredients have remained largely unchanged. The main 11 ingredients are sugar, unbleached flour, high oleic canola oil or palm oil, Cocoa treated with alkali, high fructose corn syrup, baking soda, or monocalcium phosphate, cornstarch, salt, soy lecithin, vanilla, and chocolate. So, pretty standard recipe. And then they change and add flavors and change colors when they need to. Remember they had that Lady Gaga one? That the, was yeah, on the list? I do remember that. Yeah, and then they had like U.S. soccer one. They've had a t- they have tons yeah. of them. If you think of it, they've had them. So... Wanted to end on a couple of questions for you, and then uh, another fact. So, how do you eat your Oreos? Honestly, I you used twist to twist them, or I, do you eat just? I used them? to twist them, and now I just bite them. Yeah, I bite them too because I like to. I like to do a dunk mm-hmm. and then a dip. So okay. I don't want to twist for that. I'm a biter. <laughs> bitey, bitey, seems <laughs> bitey. Um. So, if you, and this is goes for you all out there, too, you can tell me on Twitter and Instagram at HungryKY. Um, how do you eat your Oreos? Do you twist them apart? If you do twist them apart, have you ever noticed that it only hangs on one side of the cookie or the other? Yeah. Okay. So, that's not coincidence. That is a real thing. Um, in 2022, a research report published in the journal Physics of Fluids proved that it is impossible to split the cream filling down the middle. It cannot be done while you twist. Uh, the filling always adheres to one side or the other, no matter how quickly the cookie is twisted. Now, I mean, you can take mm-hmm. it off the cookie and rip it in half. Sure. But they're talking about yeah. when you twist the cookie, it is impossible to hmm. break in half. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't go read the article in the journal Physics of Fluids, but I mean, this was on Wikipedia, so I'll take its word for it because nobody can edit that. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the, that's my... That's a good history. Short history of Oreo. Yay. I like, I mean, who doesn't like an Oreo? If you don't like an Oreo, get out. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to know you. I don't want to know you. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. Even if you don't like chocolate, they got those golden ones. Yeah. They got a ton of different ones. And I didn't put it in here because it was starting to get too long, but um, uh, like 10 years after they made the first Oreos, they started making lemon Oreos. So mm-hmm. They just had lemon filling instead of vanilla filling, and apparently nobody liked them because they quit making them by 1924. Oh. But, yeah, there's golden ones. There's, there's tons. There's They're all vegan. There's gluten-free ones. Yeah. Um, when I was toying with gluten-free for a little bit, a friend brought me a whole pack of the gluten-free ones, and they really didn't taste any different. Yeah. There's a, there's an Oreo out there for everyone. Yeah, they're good. Just put it that way. Yep. But good, good history. I enjoy that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well... Um, we kind of, kind of did it. We did do it. I think we got there. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Um, I've got, we've got other drinks on the table. I didn't get to mine, so I'm going to save it. You save that. I got a Yarritos Lime. I was feeling limey today. Limey. Yeah. Lychee and lime. Little lychee and lime. It was a a good combo. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah, because this, this Japanese drink is so small that I was like, I got to have something else. What is it? It's. 6.76 6.76 yeah. fluid ounces. That's 200 st- milliliters for our international listeners. There you go. Yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty small, but uh, it was good. Good. Packed, had a good flavor. Yeah, and uh, I liked the bubble tea. I'm still uh, chewing up the bubble in the bottom. That one is a little bit difficult to get out, too, because 
I feel like we're just spoiled in America by the wide mouth straws. Can. Well, and the straws yeah. too. At the, and maybe if you pour had poured it in a glass. Yeah, probably if you poured it in a glass. But this is just a regular mouth can, and I haven't seen one of those since the early nineties. <laughs> so, like, I remember them from when I was a child, but uh, my whole adult life have been wide mouth. Getting on those wide mouths, yo. Do you remember what the first wide mouth one was? Because I think that I do. I'm not gonna look it up. I'm gonna. Go off my instinct. Because I remember them talking about Is it a beer? I think beer, but like not beer ones. Not beer ones? Yeah, because I think Bud Light maybe was the first one. I don't know then. I think it was Mountain Dew. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I feel like that was a marketing push when I was like... Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Like, we got mild white cans. You can drink more of it at once. (laughs) And then someone rode off on a dirt bike. It's extreme. (laughs) (laughs) Wing. <laughs> just run yeah. off into the woods. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us here today. If you liked what you were hearing, you can uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HungryKY. You can send us an email, HungryKY at gmail.com. I was posting pictures of those burgers on the Bluegrass Permanent Eats Instagram, except for that one second where I accidentally posted it to the Hungry Kentucky one. Don't get three Instagrams. That's two too. That's three too many, honestly. Um, it happens. But if you want to check out the pictures of the burgers that we ate, plus the other two that I had on my own, you can check that out on Instagram at bourbon. I don't even know what I'm called. At Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. We're on Twitter at BB and Eats, although I never tweet there. And then Renee is sharing some stuff for us on Facebook at Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. So you can check out all that stuff. And then where do we find you at, Carrie? On Twitter at GRLS Fierce Sports. We're on Instagram, just the one Instagram. <laughs> um, we're on Facebook. We are everywhere. Good podcasts are free. All right. Well, thanks again for listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky. Mm-hmm.